Please send Mashiach now. The 23rd of Tammuz, corresponding to the letter Ayin. Sefer Otiot. Ayin does not speak, it only sees. It is an Ayin, it is an eye. Close your eyes, open your mouth, now try to see. That is the sound of Ayin. There is also an Ayin of service which frees a great collar, the yoke which is ol, by which the ox serves his master, is not his shame but his fulfillment. This is the purpose for which you were set on this earth, to serve God to take upon yourself the yoke of the kingdom of heaven. Messiah says, Messiah Yeshua, that is, says in Matityahu chapter 11. I would like to read that in its fullness of context. Beginning with verse 25. At that time, Yeshua said in response, I praise you, Abba. Adonai Shabashamayim, Adonai of heaven, Adonai of earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and discerning, and revealed them to infants. Yes, Abba, for this way was pleasing to you. This way was pleasing to you. What way? That hidden things that are revealed to infants. Selah. All things have been handed over to me by my father. Selah. No one knows the son except the father. And no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Now keep this in mind as we are looking at the letter Ayin, with all sorts of pun intended, because we know that the Son is the Vav, the Vav is the Torah. We know that the Torah was manifest in human form and likeness, which is Mashiach Yeshua. So, in order for us to know Hashem, we have to know the Torah. In order for us to know the Torah, we know Yeshua, who leads us and teaches us Torah, leads us back to the Father, which happens through Teshuvah. And let us also not forget that Shemot chapter 20, where Hashem says, Anoki, the very first word. That word is, I wrote myself down and gave it to you. So therefore, the essence of who Hashem is, 
the knowledge of who Hashem is is found in that which he gave us, namely the Torah, his son. Going on, it says, Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke, which is old, take my old upon you and learn from me. We take the Torah as a yoke and we learn. It says, for I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Just a cross-reference to rest for your souls can be found in Yermiyahu 6, 16, the prophet Jeremiah. Thus says Adonai, stand in the roads and look. Ask for the ancient paths where the good way is and walk in it. Then you will find rest for your souls. But they said, we won't walk in it. It's important to note that during Bain HaMetzarim, the reason why we have no rest for our souls, that we have no home in this world, the Shekinah is not manifest in this world. We have no temple in this world is because we chose not to walk in the way which is good, i.e. the ancient paths, i.e. the yoke of heaven, i.e. the Torah, the Mashiach, Yeshua. When we line these things up, keep our eyes fixed and focused on them, we are one step closer to home. Ken Yehidatzon. The Gematria from Letters of Light. The numerical value of Ayin is 70. In his opening address to the Academy, Rabbi Eliezer ben Azariah said, from the Passover Haggadah, the third paragraph after the four questions, he says, I am like a 70-year-old man, and I had never succeeded in proving that one has to recite the verse about going out of Mitzrayim in the third paragraph of the Shema at night until I found the words of Ben Zoma who explained the verse remember going out of Mitzrayim all the days of your life as follows why does the verse include the word all it seems to be redundant. Therefore, Ben Zoma explains the days of your life means the daytime. All comes to include the nights as well. The rabbis add to the words of Ben Zoma, the days of your life refer to the days of this world, the world in which we're presently living. All the days, however, includes the days of Mashiach. Now, Two obvious questions arise. First, why is it important that Rabbi Eliezer ben Azariah said, I am like 70, when he delivered his inaugural speech? Secondly, 
Why did he choose to deliver his first public address on the third paragraph of the Shema? This corresponds to the Zitzit, by the way, where we read the excerpt from Parsha Shalak. Seventy represents one who is in total control of his emotional attributes. I would like to reference the Musar with Batya class as we're going through Orkot Zadakim, and she is citing from the Ram call. She's speaking about how usually unrefined character shows that the eyes rule the heart. But what it actually should be is the heart to rule over the eyes. Our godly desire to serve Hashem should dictate and control where our eyes look and where they avert. As we discussed in the chapter on Kaf, there are seven general emotional characteristics. Each one of these seven traits in turn contains ten levels. The three of the intellect and the seven of the emotions. The realm of Kabbalah is a complex interactive matrix. The ten attributes of Sephirot have separate functions but are inclusive of and intertwined with all the other attributes. To cite an example in the body, just as the kidneys are a separate organ, their function and efficacy are dependent upon and connected with surrounding internal organs. Just like to point out, as we're looking at the Sephiroth, we are looking at the spiritual makeup of a body. Hence why man is made in the image of Hashem. Going on to say, when an individual has totally refined all these 70 levels, he is then fit to lead and teach others. The Rebbe once said, first you must become a master over yourself, the personal world within. Then you must master your family environment. Only then can you endeavor to be a leader in the world. See Sikas Yud Shavat. 5735. At the age of 70 or like 70, after one has acquired the requisite strength and vision and has attained these 70 levels of spirituality, one is then fit to be a Nasi in Yisrael. What's the job of a Nasi, a leader? To bring Geula to his people. The job of Anasi is to bring Geula to his people. We now see the brilliance of Rabbi Eleazar ben Azariah's first address. It was not merely a speech. It was a mission statement. I.e. that as your leader, I will bring you to redemption. And to conclude with the wisdom in the Hebrew alphabet. The letter Ayin, speaking of primeval light. The Midrash notes that the Torah is the enlightenment for all eyes. Remember, we were talking about learning from Mashiach, learning from the yoke that he calls us to take upon, which is himself. 
which would be the yoke of Torah and the yoke of Shemaim. So it says, Torah is the enlightenment for all eyes and the light of all lamps, the light for all lamps. As it says in Mishle, Proverbs 6.23, Ki ner mitzvah Torah or, for a lamp, for a commandment is a lamp, and Torah is light. Cited from Otsios, Rabbi Akiva. Ayin, which primarily identifies the organ of sight, also represents light, the vehicle that makes vision possible. The primeval light was, a, was spiritual in nature and was revealed with the first act of creation, mentioned in Torah. Cited by the Zohar and Sefer HaBahir. This heavenly light was 60,075 times as bright as the light of the sun. Yes, that's 60,075 times. Like 60,075 times. Bright as the light of the sun. Zohar Chadash. And is reserved for the righteous in the hereafter, cited by Sefer Habahir. Some say that the sun is the seventh of the primeval light, Magen David, cited by the Magen David. So, some say that the sun is a seventh of the primeval light. This is cited by the Magen David. Rabbi Dov Bear of Mezrich, successor to the Baal Shem Tov, states or explains that the great primeval light of creation had been available to all. But when God saw that few people would be worthy of enjoying it, he concealed it. Side note, I was a part of a shiur on Shir Hashirim. And we were going over chapter 1, talking about Hashem calling Israel beautiful, beautiful. And verse 15. And Rashi was bringing down that there's a double expression of beautiful. Because even in the midst of our sin, HaKadosh Baruch Hu saw fit to forgive us and bring atonement for us after the sin of the golden calf. Just shortly after we said, we made a golden calf. So there was the, the, the grinding up of the golden calf, the destruction of the calf and grinding it up. And we were made to drink the waters of, of the waters that were made from the remnants of it. And those who were for Hashem were called to stand beside Moshe and those who were not for Hashem were executed and slain. So therefore, what was the sign that Hashem forgave us for our act of idolatry and adultery, even in the midst of our wedding? As the giving of the Torah was going forth at Har Sinai, that was none other than the fact that Hashem established the Mishkan in our midst. Not only that, but He caused His Shekinah to dwell among us and not only that within us so the double expression of you are beautiful you are beautiful was not only the mishkan itself 
that Hashem allowed us to build as a sign of forgiveness for the golden calf, as a sign of forgiveness for our sin, it was also the fact that Yisrael was now made worthy for the Shekinah to dwell in them. So as we talk about this primeval light, Hashem saw that few people would be worthy of enjoying it, so he concealed it. Currently, the Shekinah is in exile. No one is worthy of the Shekinah, but the Shekinah, it is said, as Tractate Megillah brings down, that everywhere we go in our exile, the Shekinah is with us. But the Shekinah is concealed. And ultimately, the Shekinah will be revealed with the building of the third Beit HaMikdash, may it be so, in our days. So just like this light, so it is with the Shekinah. It says, where did he hide it? In the Torah. Therefore, through a diligent and unremitting pursuit, diligent and unremitting pursuit of an understanding of the Torah, one can attain a measure of God's wisdom. By the way, this is what was written in Matityahu chapter 11 about what was revealed to the infants. So what does that say about Hakadosh Baruch Hu considering infants worthy of the revelation of primeval light that only comes through diligent and unremitting pursuit of an understanding of Torah that basically says and echoes what the Mashiach says that we must become like children in order to receive the kingdom. So therefore, like an infant who is utterly dependent upon their parents for their survival, so may it be so for us with Hashem. One can attain a measure of God's wisdom revealed from between the lines and letters. That is the primeval light. As the Zohar puts it, the words of Torah are likened to a nut which has an outer shell while its kernel is the while its kernel is securely preserved inside. Midrash Hanelam Rus. Rabbi Hirsch on Bereshit 1.4 relates or light to or which is light but spelled with an ayin which actually causes the word to be the causes the meaning of the word to be the word for awaken. So ayin vav resh is the word ur, which means to awaken. And it says, since aleph and ayin are interchangeable, this teaches us that the light is the element that awakens creation to development. It teaches us that the light is the element that awakens creation to development. This is why we see in our days and in our times mass chaos, destruction, fear, anarchy, because mankind has fallen asleep. And too long have we allowed our own pleasures, our own desires, and our own theology to cover our eyes, just like our eyelids when we are fast asleep. 
But it's only when we place the light of the Torah in our eyes are we awakened for creation to develop. Just as physical light influences plants to grow, spiritual and intellectual light provides or prods man to achieve his potential. Similarly, the Midrash describes homiletically the ketonet or the garments of skin from Bereshit 3.21, which God made for Adam and his wife as ketonet or with an aleph as opposed to an ayin, which is garments of light. So ketonet or used in Bereshit 3.21 is garments of skin. And it says, the Midrash says, it is ketonet or with an olive, which is garments of light. And the Sephis explains that man's purpose on earth is to transform the physical covering in which his soul has been encased into light, into the light of the Torah, knowledge, and mitzvah fulfillment. This is found in Bereshi's Rabbah 20 verse 12 or 20 section 12 so Bereshit Rabbah 20 12 teaches us about how our garments of skin are to be transformed into garments of light which can only happen through us saturating ourselves in Torah Radak notes while prolonged staring at the sun injures the eyes the more one studies the Torah, the more it lights up the eyes. As it says, Mitzvah Hashem bara me'irat enayim. The commandment of Adonai is clear, enlightening the eyes. Tehillim 19.10 Mashiach Yeshua has told us that the eye is the lamp of the body. So what are we allowing into our body? Light or darkness. Hakadosh Baruchu, we ask that it will be merited on high, that the Ayin would be established in creation. May you help us to use our eyes as elements and channels and conduits to bring your divine light into the world. And may the temple be rebuilt speedily and soon in our days. Baruch Haba Beshem Adonai.